And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Everything Combat, because life is a fight. And our returning guest today knows just a little bit about that. My goodness, he's had a busy last several months, quite frankly, but this last week has really encapsulated that. He is Mike Goodwin, the El Jefe, over at Caged Aggression MMA. What is up, sir? Hey, brother. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely, absolutely. Just getting the word out. And just, you know, talking to you a little bit off air, you know, you've, like I said, you've been busy already. You know what I mean? These last few months, you've put on, you know, two so far back-to-back weekends or, you know, back-to-back night events uh, September, October, and knocking it out in November. But if you don't mind, take us back to March, man. Some of the stuff you've been dealing with as far as trying to put these events on goes back quite a ways. And then we'll get into the, what this last week's been like. Yeah, you know, Mar- March has been kind of a staple for us. We, uh, we've we done, I want to say seven years in a row, we've done a big two-night event every March. Um, March just seems to be the perfect time to host a back-to-back nights because it's tax time. People have a little bit more expendable income. Uh, people have cabin fever from the winter and they want to get out and do something. So I always really look forward to March. And, and then it also gives me the ability to put in uh, more into the budget. You know, uh, the businesses have a new advertising budget for the year, so we get a little bit more help on that end. Um, and typically, before all this craziness started, um, March was always our, our largest gate, so it allowed me to put bigger fights together in a bigger show. And we were nine days away from what I would call our biggest show in 10 years uh, last March, and that's when COVID hit. And that's when it really hit, and they started shutting everything down, so they pulled the event from us. You know, but I promised everybody involved at, at all costs I would not cancel it. So we postponed it. The first date didn't work. And as we know, I mean, we've been in this thing now for, heck, almost a year. And uh, we finally were able to pull it off, man. We, 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 sit, we met with the city officials and we met with the health department and the venue. And starting in September, we were finally able to postpone the event. But obviously, with a ton of changes, um, they took us down to 30% capacity, which was super tough because we obviously didn't budget the event on 30%. Um, but again, I said at all costs to everybody involved, I would not cancel. I would not do that to everybody. So we were able to pull that one off, and, and then I realized quickly that we were one of the few states, um, you know, athletic commissions approving events. And so with, an, with other events not going on and with September um, being done safely and having no issues, I, I decided to try to make up some lost ground and get more opportunities. And uh, we booked another one right away in October, another two-night event. And then it just made sense uh, in November to just make it a two-nighter again. So here we are on the trilogy of our two-night event um, ending this weekend. And, you know, to be honest, things just keep getting crazier. But uh, the fights have been phenomenal, man. And that's that's been kind of keeping me going. Well, and it's been an honor to, you know, honestly be a part of it. You know, it is kind of making history as this promotion is one of the few that are doing events with crowds. And so here we are in November, and, uh, you know, you put so much time and energy into each of these events, especially two-night events, especially doing it, you know, three months in a row. So here you are in your final event of the year, and our governor, the governor of Iowa, uh, Kim Reynolds, comes on, you know, whatever it was, 6 p.m., and just drops a bomb that they're just locking down again. And that includes uh, sporting events, you know, events like what you were putting on. And so for a hot minute, you thought it was canceled. And then that's what's, you know, you get you get so much love for this, bro. You went to war, not just for yourself and for your company, but 
so many people who've trained and cut weight and put time into into this event. Tell us how this last week's been, man. I know it's crazy. Well, yes, you know, uh, the governor has a, a press conference every Tuesday at 11 um, to update any mandates or cases or, or stuff like that. So, of course, I religiously watch that thing from start to finish every Tuesday. And so, you know, I, I had had doubts. Um, cases are rising in the Midwest. And, um, you know, for a minute, I have to kind of step out of the box of what my opinion is or what anybody's opinion is. And I just have to listen to uh, the guidelines. Um, and so that's what I did. And, and so on Tuesday of last week, um, the governor put in a mandate that said that uh, any crowds over 25 people um, had to have masks at all times. And we've already been doing the mask thing. We've already been, you know, like I said, we went to 30% capacity. So we've already, already socially distanced our seating and, and everything we can to, to follow the guidelines and make it safe. And so when she said that, you know, last Tuesday, which would be, what, seven, maybe like 11 days out from the event, that we were good as long as we had um, the same capacity and as long as everybody had a mask, um, we were full speed ahead. And so here I, I get to the River Center, our venue, and, and start unloading on Monday to start setting up the event. And I hear that uh, the governor's going to have an emergency press conference at 6 p.m. on a Monday night know prime time during the news mm. and we knew that couldn't be good um for any reason so i sent my crew home i didn't feel comfortable building the show or or having them do that and and uh something happening but that was the rumor that, that the show was not going to go on and and so i made it home just in time to watch it and uh you know i'm not i'm not too proud to say this man i put my heart and everything into these events and into these fighters and, and my team and and when she announced that you know, crowds of 15 or less, everything else was, was canceled. I, I broke down, man, because I, it's, it's not just a show to me. There's so many moving parts and there's so much sacrifice and commitment that goes into doing this. It just, it, you know, and the, and the fans only see the final product. They see the two yeah. fighters get in there and compete and, and there really is so much and, and so much dedication. So, you know, after I went through my moment, I, I picked myself up and I said, what do we got to do here? And, and how do you know how do we go about this? And the first thought was always postponing. I've already been through this this year, but let's be real here. People don't start getting better in December and January. Um, it's it's cold season. It's flu season. It's when people get more sick. It's when people go to the doctor more. So naturally, again, regardless of our opinions of everything, cases are not going to go down the next couple months. It just doesn't make logical sense. Right. So I didn't feel comfortable postponing it. And for the first time ever in 10 years, man, I, it was, we, we were canceling and, uh, and I was pretty heartbroken, but I wasn't ready to just give it up yet. So with meetings with the governor's office, lawyers, health departments, city officials, city mayor, venue, um, Tuesday was an exhausting day of like trying to get to the right people and kind of getting thrown around to other people. Cause nobody really wanted to be the decision maker. But the problem is, and, and I've kind of seen this from the beginning of this whole thing, is there's been no consistency. There's been all these exceptions. And I, I try to stay away from opinions, but I will say that if something is so serious that they're asking you not to spend Thanksgiving with your family, then there should be no exceptions, period. But there's been exceptions through this whole process because it seems to be that the decision makers make rules based on their own personal motives or own personal benefits or whatever or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So 
to muddy things up, the governor said you cannot have more than 15 people in an event except professional and collegiate sporting events. Well, unfortunately and fortunately, when you put a clause like that in there, it opens up a giant can of worms because we have a boxing event next weekend that's in town. Once they grabbed a hold of that and spoke with the athletic commission, who then approved our event, they started promoting, hey, boxing's still on next week. So then I'm getting overwhelmed with messages of, is the event going on? How come they can? What's going on? Right. You know, not having the answers is really is really brutal for me. So well, we've done it all day. We've done it all night. Didn't sleep much. And and here comes Tuesday night, and, and I, I was exhausted with all options, and, and I thought it was just time to pull the plug. And the athletic commission uh, had asked me to wait one more day and give them till the morning. And then I finally got a um, response from the governor's office through the River Center through the city officials and long story short they said business as usual you can have the event masks are required at all times but the big caveat no food and beverage so um and in a way i feel that that we won because there were there were a lot of people invested into this and a lot of people that that sacrificed to be here and to compete and to be a part of the team and for them and for us, I believe we won. Without a doubt. I mean, that's, that's a huge win, my man. I mean, I, I, I remember I was watching the video and the comments the governor was getting. I mean, they were just scathing remarks about, you know, about the decision she had made, you know what I mean? And not without getting into the politics, you know, I, I'm, just, I'm just happy for you, man, because I know, you know, you do put so much time and energy into it and all the people fighting and cutting weight and traveling and, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. It's like, like you said, people just see the final product and they just don't see the nuts and bolts that go into it. So I, I'm, I was following you on Facebook while this was happening. So I was just waiting to get news from you. It's, you know, cause I know you were going to bat for everybody and talking to the right people. And I'm just, I'm just super glad it worked out, man. And I'm stoked to be there this weekend to call the fights, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if you want to help these guys help, you know, reward their hard work, cagedaggression.tv, you can check it out on pay-per-view. It is a two night event. I mean, we're talking veterans from LFA, UFC, Bellator, always good scraps, man. And I'm always stoked to be calling the fights. I mean, the last one, we saw some of the most incredible knockouts, incredible submissions. And that's, you know, exactly what you can come to expect from, in my opinion, you know, the biggest MMA promotion in the Midwest. Um, Mike, I can't, uh, I, I know you're probably just tired as hell and just kind of waiting to get back to work. What's, what's the next days, few days going to look like here? What can we expect from uh, this weekend's lineup? Well, you know, we... Uh... One thing that this has done for us with, with building this pay-per-view platform is it's allowed us to bring in fighters from all over the country. And even during this uh, situation going on, um, that's what's happened. And, and it's really cool because when, I, when I'm when i allowed to put a card together, a fight card together with so, much, uh, so many different levels of talent from all over, I can really put a puzzle together that is, that is awesome. So... We've got fighters from 11 different states, all the way from California, uh, coming. And um, we have the first weigh-ins are set for tonight. We do a behind-the-scenes weigh-in for Friday's card. And, uh, you know, of course, we'll put out photo album and everything tonight. Tomorrow we knock out a second weigh-in and then go right into the first night of action. And then we follow it up, reset the venue, and, and, and then do night two, man. Uh, the back-to-back, uh, the fight cards, which we've kind of become known for. Uh, funny story, anytime I ever put out an event, 
that's a one-night event, which has been a while, but when I do, I see comments that say, oh, it's only one night, and I have to <laughs> chuckle to myself because I'm like, well, one night's really hard, too, so we've actually gotten, uh, you know, we've become synonymous with the whole two-night thing, and, and it just feels normal now. It feels crazy uh, busy, but, you know, when we wake up on Saturday morning buzzing from Friday night, we get to go into a whole other night of action, so it's it's really special, man. It's cool. Yeah, it, and it's cool to be a part of it. You got them spoiled out here, man. Yeah, two-night events, like, just <laughs> consecutively each month is definitely, uh, it's a treat, man. So, folks, believe me, you will not be disappointed. These fights are absolutely amazing. The competition, it's, again, not to sound redundant, but it's so cool to be sitting cage side calling it with my, my guys, Jens Pulver and Pat Miletic. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you, brother. CagedAggression.tv to support this man and everyone who's involved hard work because, again, there's a lot that goes into it. And congratulations again, man. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you being a part of it. Let me on the call. Thank you. Absolutely. Mike Goodwin, ladies and gentlemen, CEO at Caged Aggression MMA, CagedAggression.tv. If you're not doing anything this weekend, check it out. It's two nights in a row. It is on, ladies and gentlemen. All right, peace and so much love, guys. Thank you again, Michael, for your time, and I will see you this weekend. See you soon, brother. All right, bud.